This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Tom, have you managed to find that Christmas smell for your house yet? Well, I've been exploring sticks in jars. <laughs> what are those sticks in jars? I'm not convinced they are anything good. It's a toughie. Diffusers, I believe they're called. I mean, the thing with a candle is I like a candle, but sometimes it can smell a bit burny. Mm-hmm. A bit... Yeah. A diffuser is just sort of there. But the other thing, it's a bit like spending money on perfume and aftershave. It's only for other people, because after a while you just get used to it so you don't even notice it. Yeah, that's very true. But you always smell nice. Well, that's great, but I can't smell it. So give a shit. So why do I care? Yeah, <laughs> why am I spending this money on things? Anyway, I shouldn't be so dismissive, should I? Are you feeling Christmassy yet? Well, you know what? I have been listening to the Muppet Christmas Carol soundtrack, so yes. But don't you listen to that all year round? <laughs> it's December next week, Tom. So... You, how are you feeling about your new house over the festive period? Garlands. That's what I want. Loads of garlands. Judy. Loads of Judy garlands everywhere. Uppers, mm-hmm. downers. I want the garland. <laughs> I want them on the stairs, is what I'm saying. And I have been thinking about what sort of things to put on the door. Um, a swag is very in. What's a swag? It's like a wreath, but it's in a, it's like a sort of, it's like a teardrop shape. The sort of thing you might get for a funeral cortege <laughs> but you put on your door oh are you going to have one made or are you going to make one yourself or are you going to just buy one off the shelf well you know you can do those workshops have you heard about this joel domit's mum does that does she penny yeah do you remember penny domit who we met on the comedy bus lovely woman lovely lady lovely woman after dogs handsome son chickens very ha- two handsome sons two handsome sons actually i fancy lovely joel's dogs. brother more than i fancied joel do you remember that? Yeah. Joe's brother is very much your type in that he's sort of a big farmer. Yeah. Practical. 
Joel, Perhaps dear friend of mine. Dear friend. Like, I'm not being funny, but he's not going to know his way around a combine harvester, is he? Is that a euphemism? Yes. <laughs> but Joel's mum does stuff like that because she makes floral arrangements and you can go to her house, that her beautiful house, just outside Bristol and make a wreath. Four hours away. Just four hours. I think I might get annoyed. That, could I do it over Zoom, do you think? She'd let me do it over Zoom with her. I could do an Instagram probably. Live. She's so lovely, probably. And then she'll probably send you a cake because she's a really good baker, isn't she? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, I might get in touch with her and ask her to do it. I'd probably get annoyed and go, what the fuck is this, Penny? <laughs> and then you'd have to ring Joel and say, Joel, I'm so sorry. I was really rude to your mum. spent two she hours was... swearing at your mum on a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to put in the diary, isn't it? Something to pop in, isn't it? Yeah. What are you? What about you, Suze? Are you going to get a real tree, or you, do you like a fake? Well, you see, I got a real tree a couple of years ago, Tom, mm. and it made such a mess when I left when I had to get it out of the house. I think because I live in a flat, I think it's different. If you live in a house mm. and you can just like lop it out your window into your garden, yeah, that's one thing. Tom, I've got to get it down either six flights of stairs or put it in a lift. I hear that. I think that must be difficult. And, I, and you know how I like things warm. My flat is hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, I'm a toasty lady. I like... She likes toasties. I like toasties and I'm a lady. And hmm. I think my house... A, a real tree comes into my house and immediately goes, oh, I'm up. Mm, I'm too, too up. up. I am too up. Pines all over the floor. The cat's then chasing the pines. The cat's then eating the pines. Bad. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Mm. What about a fakie? Would you get a fakie? Yeah, I'd get a fakie. Mm, very good, apparently. I got a fake one for the kitchen. Because mum said mm. I should have one in the kitchen because she said you spend most of your time in there. So I was like, all right, well, okay, I'll get a fake one for there. And I'm quite excited about it, I don't mind telling you. Yeah, I think that's nice. When do you put your decorations up, those Sue's? First week of December. Is that acceptable? I think so. Gok Wan had his up early November. What do you think about that? I saw he was putting that on social media as well. I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's very much the discussion point of our age. <laughs> Global warming, when to put your decks up. Yeah, do you know what? I would discuss that if I was at the COP26. <laughs> what, lean over to Ange Merkel and say, what's the way that you do it in Germany? Yeah, when do you get your garlands up, Ange? Um, and, what, and will you be doing an outdoor display? That's the other thing. Do you put lights on the front? Anyway, but the um, I do think November's a bit early because the tree, if you've got a re- real tree, it'll die. Yeah, yeah, it will. That is true. And my dad always says, reeds remind him of death wreaths like at the door like on the door yeah I, I get that but they are quite nice sort of a festive death a festive death yeah a wreath <laughs> a wreath of holly I like a simple wreath just a few green my mum was like why sprigs of holly sprigs of holly yeah mum was like, a, a red bow spray it why, why don't you spray it spray it white spray it with the white paint I'm like no that's not what I want I don't want it to look like a winter wonderland I just want it to be nice and you green. want it to look like a Christmas during sort of the American Civil War, don't you? That's exactly it. Yeah, that like sort of Little Women vibes. Little Women vibes. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Are you going to put any lights out the front of the house? Well, I think I'm going to put a tree in the window. So does that count? Yeah, I think so. I don't feel like you I mean your your group of houses are quite posh altogether. I feel like if you know if you start popping like one of those blow up Santas, what I want is one of those blow up ones like they have in car showrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those come up so much in this podcast and I love it. I want someone to send me one of them. It would be so great. Imagine in the, I could have it in the front garden. Have it in the back garden. 
You could have one so long that it was looking over the top of the house. Oh, wouldn't that be fun for everybody? No one would be able to see, but it would be fun. What do you think about people putting a bow across the whole house? Yeah, some people do that. Mm. I've seen shops do that in New York. But they love a Christmas decoration there, don't they? Oh, they they bloody love it there, don't they? America must be absolutely vomiting with decorations by now. Vomiting? (laughs) Yeah, you know. Vomiting with decorations. I've never heard that expression. Forgive me, Lars. I don't don't know that it is an expression, but you're welcome. You said it. You did say it. Uh, I think that... um, yeah, I think they, they love it over there. And I think we could take a leaf out of their books. I mean, I enjoyed Halloween. Did you? Oh, Suze, I want to talk to you about my autumnal display. So. <laughs> Sorry, just before, are you gay? <laughs> Guys, I am. Um, Go on, you're I put autumnal my autumnal display. display. I had a few dried hydrangeas, some dead freesias. Just, I did a really lovely thing, put it on the steps, put a box out with sweets in it. I bought 30 bags of sweets, put them in this box, 12 minutes later, there's a T-Rex going through it. I walk out, I just check everything's all right. There's nothing in the box. (gasps) He took all of the sweets. The T-Rex didn't, the previous little shits did. The T-Rex wasn't. Oh, that's so naughty. Yeah, clearly they just go in with like a fistful, don't they? And then, you know, but- That's very naughty. So I was like, oh, because I didn't want to answer the door. But I think that's why you have to answer the door, isn't it? And I take one- Yeah, I think you've got- to answer the door and be quite strict. Mm, yeah, I think you do. Because children respond to boundaries. Yeah, that's it, really. I did enjoy having an autumnal display. I would have gone for more if I'd had time. You know, a few sort of dried evergreens going up the pathway. But How are you drying all these things? Hairdryer? No, dear. Just put them inside with the heating, like you do with the Christmas Sorry. tree. Oh, is that what I've got? Have I got a dried Christmas tree? Keep it for autumn. I didn't realise. People are doing seasonal displays. It's a thing. It's a thing. And do you think you're going to do something on your stairs? Because you've got a walk-up, haven't you, like Carrie Bradshaw? Yeah, I sit there when I'm writing my articles. Well, sometimes I realise. As I sat, I pondered. (laughs) Are autumnal displays something that is uniquely gay? (laughs) Did autumnal have to mean sad? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. What we can say? Am that I going to do what? A Christmas display on the walk up? On the walk up? Oh, I don't. Maybe I could put some lights on it. I'm thinking about having a few people over for um, a few drinks around the Christmas period. This is the first I'm hearing of it, which really feels like a kick in the fanny. No, a kick in the fan page. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no, well, I'm just... Well, I haven't worked it out yet, Suze. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, it feels like you, you haven't, and I'd like to know more. What are you going to do over Crimbo? Well, I'm going to go to Pompey, of course. Crimbo and Pompey. Crimbo and Pompey. You know what Mum's like? I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it was probably seven or eight years ago. Mum has loads of miniature Father Christmases. Yes, she bought them on that trip to the German Christmas market. She has loads of them. She's bought them from all over the shop, Tom. And... I'd say there's probably eight of them around the house doing different things. Nothing sinister or rude, I hope. And one of them's bumming an elf, but other than that... <laughs> as long as they're happy. Because <laughs> nothing says Christmas. Hey, that's what he asked for. He put a note up his chimney. <laughs> From Santa's sack. Um... I digress. Mum has lots of Father Christmases. No, none of them are doing rude things. They're all like making toys and looking at lists. Oh, checking them twice. 
yeah checking them twice doing that sort of thing one of them's got the sack over his bag like he's on his way it's exciting isn't it? it is exciting it's there's lots to enjoy um a couple of years ago velma my cat it's important that i point out that that's the cat um attacked one. Oh no I thought it was yeah, a, a malicious one. santa yeah attacked the beard which is it was it was it was it, it ruined christmas if i'm honest is velma but, gonna go down with you this year no, I don't think she will because mum's got a dog now and that dog will kill my cat. Oh, really? Is the dog quite aggressive? No, but he will kill a cat. Really? Does he Does he go yeah. out much? Yeah, I mean, I just think that he's... I just think that dogs are... If they don't live with a cat, they're sort of programmed to chase them. Mm, they don't like them, do they? Let's be honest. I don't think so. So I'll go to Pompey. What will you do for Christmas Day? Are you going to have everyone to your new house? Um. Well, yes, people are coming. We've got... We've got beef... Is that okay, do you think? Oh, I thought you meant like a problem. I thought that you meant like a fight. Oh, no. We've got beef, which I know people are cutting down on red meat, but I think Christmas Day is the day you can have it, right? I like a bit. I like a bit of beef, yeah. And uh, we're having rib of beef. And, well, I'm like, come over to mine. We'll have a rib of beef. I'll cook, blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing is, now, um, mum's going, well, I'll need to try out with your oven to make sure it works and to make sure I know how to... And I'm like, it's not your day of cooking. It's my day of cooking and controlling everything. So mm. I, I just want I, I'm just worried that mum's moving in on it already so it, so it sounds like there is some of the other beef as well so what's it going to be you your mum your dad your brother yes and my friend Sharon oh so nice yeah Sharon's coming so that's that'll be a nice one make up the numbers a bit and I mm. think um, well there might be some guests popping in in the morning maybe poppins poppins but we don't tend to eat until late on a Christmas day do you no we eat at like bang on half one really yeah that's that's funny to me so we'll have cereal then we'll have lunch bang on christmas like bang on lunchtime then there'll be a break where people will eat sweets and there might be some presents giving then we'll go to my cousin jody's who you know of course yes and we'll go to hers and then we'll have supper at her house oh do you have a christmas tea yeah, so that's like hot bread rolls with loads of butter and some of and some of the meat from earlier. Lo- that's the best bit though, isn't it? Yeah, really good. And then maybe some cheese and biscuits. Oh, yes. I love all that. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. Maybe a stolen. Do you like stolen? Oh, I love a stolen. I haven't had one in ages. I think that's when traditionally the mince pies come out, isn't it? That sort of time of the day. Yeah, but they're they I'll be honest with you, Tom. They've been out in my house since the beginning of November. At mum and dad's, I mean. I love a mince pie. I w- I'd have them all year round if I could. They're so nice. You can. I don't think anyone's stopping you. Well, yes, but you can't always get them in the shops, can you? The shops? The shop is. <laughs> the shop is. Um, well, I'm pleased that you and I have got our Christmases. Well, they're, they're slowly working themselves out. If you'd like to share your Christmases with us. If you've got any tips for how to do a Christmas day, if you want any advice on how to do your Christmas. I do want, I- I want to know stuff like this. What's a good way okay, to make go a centrepiece, table centrepiece? Table centrepiece. You know, I okay. know for a lot of our listeners, um, Christmas is a difficult time when we feel maybe slightly isolated. For me, it's difficult because it means um, I want to control everything and I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the the centrepiece is really important to me. I've got an oblong table. I've got five sitting down. Mum and dad will be very panicked about where they can put the vegetables down. Um, also, I want advice. Sorry, you were going to do a bit and I feel like I've jumped in. No, Tom. No, Tom, please, please. This is This is what people are listening for. Well, what do you th- with with a Christmas dinner? I think there's too much involved. I want it paired back a bit. I totally agree. Do you? I yes. thought you'd be about everything on on the table. No, so this is what I'd do. I'd do my spuds, 
and I'd also do some carrots and parsnips with them because they can all be chucked in the same one. Fine. Done. Then I would do some... I like red cabbage. Oh, well, that's interesting because I was thinking of doing um, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, like Brussels sprouts. I wonder... I only like them if they're roasted or fried. I don't like them boiled. With pancetta? Yeah. There you go. And then I think that... Okay, I'll have... and, and then or Red cabbage or regular cabbage. And then, if I'm honest, I think that's enough. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think that's enough. Mum loves to do a Yorkshire pudding and she's great at doing them. So Fine. I feel like that's, yeah. that's a given. Um, it's keeping everything warm though, isn't it, Suze? Well, have you thought about getting... What are they called? A hostess trolley? Anne-Marie. That is my ultimate Christmas gift. Because my mum's friend, my auntie Jackie, used to have a hostess trolley, and mum always used to say, "Well, that's the thing with Jackie; she's got a hostess trolley, so she she's so her Christmas day is more relaxed." That's exactly the sort of tone my mum would take about <laughs> people having hostess trolleys. Yeah. And every year I'd be like, "Why don't you just get a hostess trolley?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, but they don't use it one day." Or yeah, what's the point? I'd say, but we're still having this conversation ten years later. It would mean that I don't have to have this conversation, mum. A warming cap. <laughs> well, Jean next door always had one. Um, and they are... A warming, a warming cabinet. A warming cabinet. She always had a warming cabinet. And, and, and hostess trolley. Um, but, I mean, they only keep things warm for so long as well. Well, no, they're not hot. They're just warm. They're just warmed. And you, there's a fine, fine line. A fine, fine line. Uh, between um, keeping things warm and feeling like you're eating on an aeroplane. <laughs> Does that does that make sense? You know, like having something that's sort of slightly too limp. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I was on an aeroplane the other day, Tom. Were you? I've been on an aeroplane for I two w- years. I went to Amsterdam for work. Yes. <gasps> and then they put us in first class. Now, because it was an Amsterdam flight, it wasn't it wasn't really first class. You know, they just had the bit at the front. Mm, gorgeous. Because it was filming job, they send you. But Tom, I had an omelette on the flight. And it was lovely. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's great, Susan. I'm glad you're living your best. This is what they would say, mean when they say... Living your best life. I had an omelette on a flight and it was very nice. Some people were drinking at 9am. I thought, oh no, not for me. That's a slippery slope. Really? Well, mm. from somebody on that slope, it's um, slippery. <laughs> <laughs> just sit down and slide. Just, I say, sit, get, grab a bin lid and just uh, <laughs> slide all the way down. Or a tray. Oh, you, like, you like to do your sledging. It's very easy to get carried away. Mum, if she had her own way, would be... Like, the other day, she was doing lunch. She was doing cauliflower cheese. She was doing green beans. She was doing this, that. The other... I'm like, put it all in the oven and it's done. Agreed. But do you think if it's Brussels sprouts in the oven and carrots and parsnips and the beef and the potato, it's all been done in the oven, is that going to be too much of a sort of roasted... No, I don't think so. But I do think you need to think about how big your oven is. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I think the beef gets done and then gets taken and out and then you can rest it, it warm while it's resting yeah yeah I think you're right Tom and use that dish to do the potatoes in and then when the potatoes are done uh, do the um, make the gravy in it lovely that's really what, nice that's what I'm thinking but I think other people are going to get involved yeah you seem quite stressed about it already if I'm honest Tom I know does anybody know how to make horseradish from scratch you've got to get a horse which feels like well you've got a horse you can advise well, listen, I'll speak to Dad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that horse makes radishes. That would be helpful. What are your um, What are your stresses about Christmas, though, Suze? Oh, mine's more about gifts and things, because I don't do the dinner, you see. It's just making sure that everyone has nice things, everyone has a nice time. And I'm quite 
stressed about making sure that I have as much fun as possible so I'm like oh I must go to like like if you have Christmas drinks I need to make sure that I go and I need to like do some nice Christmassy things and like I need to because just because we didn't have anything last year so I feel like I need to make sure that I squeeze in as because you know I'm an absolute festive bitch you are such a festive bitch oh great we've got a title for the episode today (laughs) I think I'm a pretty festive bitch I love it I love it so much you know the first of December I say Alexa play Christmas music what what would be your dream song to come on there I don't want a lot for Christmas no have yourself a merry little Christmas which fans of the show will know that Tom and I sang drunk during a live broadcast last year last year and we may have caused some sort of feedback loop (laughs) audio wise Um, but you know it was the lockdown we were all going through a lot Um, but we did yeah that's a lovely one I like the trad ones I do like the trad ones yeah me too I also enjoy that. Da, 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 da. That one does feel a bit like a panic attack at the beginning, doesn't it? Or that one, or um, Okama Okama Emmanuel. I've never met Emmanuel. Uh, it's not based on the porn film Emmanuel, um, <laughs> but it would be an unfortunate, uh, unfortunate name for it. Okama Okama Emmanuel. I like Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, I like that one jolly isn't it it's very jolly i'm just asking the listeners if they have ideas for your centerpiece if they have ideas for your roast dinner if they have ideas how i can make sure that i'm getting enough out of the christmas period Mm. to please get in touch the email is chat no the email is hello at likemindedfriends.com which is nothing to do with hello magazine it's nothing to do with hello magazine which is very just i was in a uh, doctor's surgery the other day and there were Don't some ask why susie but i hope you're okay i'm fine thank you thomas but um i was looking i was i was fingering through some magazines was it something personal i was just <laughs> i was at the claptrap place and <laughs> i was at tom allen's claptrap that's what we should call your christmas party <gasps> yes uh, great idea so I was there and I was fingering through some Hello magazines from... No, this is an absolute lie, Tom. It wasn't in the doctor's surgery. I'll tell you where it was. I'm a terrible liar. It was in (laughs) the dressing room at the Ivy Bridge Theatre. Oh, which is your... is Doctor Theatre. Doctor Theatre in many ways. I had been to the doctors early that day. I'm fine in case you're interested. But that's where I was. I was looking through those magazines. Hello Magazine is basically just a magazine about the royal family, isn't it? Yes, but at the back they have segments on, like, the um, the crowned heads of Europe, which I always enjoy. I didn't... I mean, it's taken me this long to realise it, but it is just about the royal family. There was so much stuff about Eugenie and Beatrice, lower-ranking royals, lo- loads about Kate Middleton. They love her. Oh, she's all across that issue, yeah. She's all about it. Um, I love it when they have, like... Uh, Queen Sophia of the Netherlands I don't think that is the Queen of the Netherlands or there's oh, Queen Beatrice of the Netherlands I think was there but she then stepped down there's always a few things about the, the Monaco lot yes there was something about the niece of Princess Diana oh yes and how they had a she now lives in South Africa does she she does how do I know this why do I have this information because you got it in Hello magazine hello Hello. Um, Tom, before we leave our dear like-minded friends, shall we have just a quick, just a quick couple of listener emails? Yes, I would love to hear from them. Are there any shout-outs? There's no shout-outs, but Carla wanted to say hello from Sydney. She said, hi, guys. Shall I do the accent or is that offensive? I think it's okay to do the accent for Australia. Okay, hi, guys. I, I used to have an Australian ex, so I hope my accent's quite good. 
I love the new professional look. Sorry, I should say professional as I don't want to wind up Tom with my linguistic laziness. He's quite right. I'm so glad that you guys are back providing this vital information hotline. Please continue spreading the washing the feet campaign and pushing ASOP's products along the way. Susie, stay safe in the shower. And that's much love from Sydney, from Carla. It's not Sydney and Carla, it's Carla in Sydney. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that that whole thing with the washing the feet. People have really got on board with that, actually. I've just been given some shower oil. Now that just sounds like it's going to be a slip. That's basically a that's basically a one-way ticket to a hip replacement, isn't it? <laughs> you know I'm going to be... You know I'm going to slip in the shower, I'm going to be stuck there. You'll have to get in touch with Elton John and find out who's done his new hip replacement. Oh my God, yeah. It's somebody hip, I bet. I bet. <laughs> hip to the harp. Um, but to I just hip, don't want to be hip. stuck in the shower, you know, in the shower tray, calling, oh, for, no. waiting for somebody, discovering me with my legs akimbo. If it's a Christmas time, legs akimbo. Legs akimbo, round the handheld shower nozzle. I just think... <laughs> I just, you know, it's very dangerous, some of those shower products. Sorry. It really is. Okay, I've got another one. Hi, Susie and Tom. So happy to have you both keeping me company again on Wednesdays. Long-time listener, first-time writer, sending you much love and admiration from Chicago. Oh, my goodness. Chicago's all across us. Chicago. I mean, we've got a massive hub in Chicago. We should go and do our big gay brunch there. I, we haven't talked about that yet, but anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, we, that would be so fun. I've, that's so my next That's the next city I want to go to in America Fine I'll come Okay finally was, was, <laughs> was curious to know Your individual opinions On Eurovision We have quite a robust Fan community Here in Chicago And we'll be hosting Our annual Fantasy Eurovision On Sunday the 9th, November the 9th Participants are assigned A handful of countries That compete in Eurovision And have to select A former entry From each country excluding any winners of the actual contest to take part in that year's fantasy competition. Wow. <laughs> I thought my Christmas was going to be bad. <laughs> a bit of a redemption story, really. I know the UK doesn't have a, the best track record How in dare the contest. You? How dare you? Lately. <laughs> but it's short a touchstone for the gay community. If you had to participate in our fantasy Eurovision, which UK representative from the past would you choose as your entry? Can't wait for next week's episode and the rest of the series. And that is from Zach Elbert, I think. E-L-B-E-T. Albert. Elbe. Elbe. Elbe, maybe. Who knows? We can't be sure. Tom, who would you be? Quickly, um, quickly. Sonia. Sonia, I think. Or Katrina and the Waves. Do you remember when she did it? Yes. I'd be Sandy Shaw because he haven't got to wear shoes. Oh, good choice. Or what about Buck Spears? What about it? But I prefer champagne. You know Cheryl Baker is from Bromley, like me. I like the more I move towards living in Bromley, the more I love it. The, the happier you will be, let me tell you. I haven't seen Cheryl for a long time, but I hope to. I would like to meet her one day. And what would you say? We're both from Brummers. I hear you live in Bromley as well, and I hope she'd be nice about it. I hope she would be, she would be, you know, enthused to talk about it and not. You'd hope. Not embarrassed. You'd hope. Does she still live there? Do you know? Is she still in the ends? Well, as I say, I don't. I haven't seen her for a long time. Maybe she's gone to somewhere like Spain. I imagine she probably. That would. feels quite on brand, doesn't it? Mm, I think that. Or maybe Cyprus. Maybe she'd go and live in Cyprus. That does feel right for her. Or a lot of people go to live in Dubai, which I called Dubs the other day, and people looked confused. I thought people do refer to Dubai as Dubs. I don't know, Tom. I simply don't know. Well, do get in touch. You know the email, and we'll be back next week for more chit chat. And listener emails. At best, yeah. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b